What's this podcast called? Two episodes from Planet Weird. Podcast from Planet Weird. Oh, luck of the Irish. More like freak me in the eyeballs. I love this movie. No. I told you not to bring up prom in oh, this episode. Oh, you want to talk about prom, Mama? Drama Kaflama, baby. I was nominated for Winner Homo. God damn it. Hi-ho. Hello, everyone. Yo-ho. Hoi, Stenbergers. That's another pirate movie. So, come up to the lab. And say, oh, it's all it's like on the slab, governor. That's literally what have the fuck this movie sounds like. And what, oh, eh, oh, oh, just vowels. It's all vowels. Well, hello everyone. Uh, welcome to episode two hundred twenty-six of podcast from Planet Weird. And if you're British, sorry about that intro. If it offended you, that's on you, buddy. Um. You know, I did sing, I, I, did, I didn't sing, but I said a little Rocky Horror quote there. And we're not talking about Rocky Horror, we're talking about a movie featuring Tim Curry from Rocky, Rocky Horror. Horror. Yes, who is Mr. Rocky else. Horror. Um, yeah, and the movie we're talking about today is Muppet Treasure Island. Treasure Planet. No, we will talk about that one soon. We should have done them back to back. That should have been the animated... Treasure Planet should have been the animated movie for this month. Not when everyone has been asking for Surf's Up. Who the hell is clamoring for Surf's Up? Who is fully clenched up, double-cheeked, waiting for, for Surf's Up? Tell me. You, because you own it on DVD. Yes, you're right. Well, anyways, Muppet Treasure Island. It's Juan and Sarah. Happy birthday to you. All right. Enough it's Sarah's that. birthday, everybody. Not the day that this is getting released. Three days, two days. It was Wednesday. It was Wednesday of the day that we released this on the Friday. Yes. And um, there's nothing I would rather be doing than talking about a Muppet film Except with for you. you're going to go soccer. I am going to watch a soccer game later, but the rest of my day has been... You know, it's about the Muppets and you. So, wow. anyways, how have you been? It's not my birthday. How are things? How are stuff? How is things? Well, let me tell you something. My car, my car is not breaking. It just, its plates are expired. And I get a, I have to go get an emissions chest, chest, check, chest, test. And then I have to go to the DMV and give them the little emissions paper and then say, please renew my license plate so the police don't stop me because apparently that's illegal. That's all such a scam. Like, I'm all for, like, making sure, like, we're okay with the environment. But, like, the fact that we have to pay for emissions testing is... I have to pay for the emissions test? Yeah, doesn't that cost money? My parents better pay me back. I'm pretty sure. I literally either okay. Here's the deal: either I pay for my emissions checks and, and my place to be renewed, or those fuckers get Wi-Fi next month. This says they have to pick one or the this other. This says the cost for most vehicles is seventeen dollars. Fine, fine. That's affordable. So at least in Phoenix, that's what it's saying. Anyways. You know how much it costs to renew your license plates. $76 or 125 for two years. 
Well, that's garbage, Mama. Mama, that's it's, garbage. It's all a scam. And then people to get like vanity plates. I'm all for a fun vanity plate, but the fact that you have to pay for those like every year. Who pays for a vanity plate? Just what would your vanity plate no. say? Muppet bitch. Muppet bitch. I don't know. I don't know. Miss Piggy owns this ass. Is that short enough? <laughs> no, that's way too long. Isn't it like six digits in the or letters? I don't know. Remember Frankie would- was gonna get I'm baby. <laughs> I'm baby. Mine is mine should be fly girl. Fly girl. But it'll be Goral. Fly Goral. Mine would be Zordon. C O R D O N. Perfect. Do you think Actually, anyone has mine- that? No, should mine be I'm fag question <laughs> mark? I don't think that's allowed. Listen. If I'm gonna play, if I'm gonna pay money for a vanity plate, you better let me put whatever the hell I want on it. Let me put I bottom on mine. I know we've talked about this before, but I don't understand how like you were able to just get the like Blue Lives Matter with also the red line in there, as if we have ever come for firefighters before. Um, but like I don't understand how that's you can just have that. Like you can go and choose that as your license plate. I don't know. Where's my rainbow one? Yeah, exactly. Where I want to get hate crimed. I mm-hmm. want to get hate crimed because of my rainbow plaque. Um. Anyway, so. Well, Anyways, how was you? How's your birthday? I I hope you'll have fun getting your car checked tomorrow morning. Um. No. Oh, my birthday is uh, it's fine. I I woke up. Did your body give up on you the second you woke up feeling twenty six? <laughs> Um, no, I woke up at like seven, my usual-ish time, but I did, however, fall asleep for like maybe five to ten minutes during this film. Um, not because it was boring or anything, just because it, it the day caught up with me. You're 26, it's starting, Sarah. It is starting, but, oh my god, you know what I did last night? I watched- Were you wild? Did you stay up <laughs> No, I watched the Aces Pride stream. How was that? The live stream that you were going to watch, and then you were like, oh, I'm working, so I can't. Bummer for you. You're right. I was working. Yes. Um, It was really good. Like, I was, like, smiling the whole time. I don't know if you know this, but I really love those bitches. Um, Sarah, as a man, I'd like to say that I really like it when you smile. I think you need to smile (laughs) more. Shut the fuck up. Um, But no, it was really good. They said it themselves. They said, we put together our gayest set list ever. In between songs, they were like, here's the gay scoop, like, here's the story. They were like, here's all of, like, let's all share a story about being gay. Kenna, thanks for being not here. <laughs> Kenna, not you. You go sit somewhere else. Not you. Um, no, it was really good. But you know what they played? You know what they covered? Hmm. And you're going to, I, actually, you might Am not Am I going to be mad? Bad. I feel like you'll be mad. It's a song that you love. It was. It's a Tegan and Sarah song that you love. Is and, it? And the regrets have covered it before. I hate you. They sang whatever that song is about putting sh- books between your bed. <laughs> Back in your head. Yes. Build a wall. Yes. They they did a cover of that and they talked about how. Okay, but it, can I watch it? Is it? Did you screen cap it? What's going no, on? Why would you tell me that? I don't think. I don't think. Um, it's like rewatchable, and I t- I'm in an, an 
Ace Faces, like Aces fans group chat on Twitter. And I mm-hmm. DM'd and said, hey, did anyone screen record the thing tonight? And then no one answered me. And then someone just, they just ignored my <laughs> message. Suddenly right. someone said, y'all, I forgot to tell you guys, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, so no one had an answer for me. Great. So, um, so sorry. If I do find any clips, I'll let you know. But um, that was really good. They did a cover of that. They, um, Crystal and Katie talked about when they were not out to each other, but they both were like, let's just go to LA to see Tegan and Sarah. And they were like, oh my God, yeah, I love them. But then looking back, they're like, we were so gay. Like, why? <laughs> we were just why like, yeah, we're, Tegan and Sarah if you didn't we're two straights going over here. Anyways, it was a good time. So, so sorry that you missed that. Built a wall of books between us and I'm in. Well, anyways, other than that, my life, it, once again, has come to uh, revolve around the Muppets. So, should we just get into Muppet Treasure Island? How iconic for you, yeah. When the course is laid and the anchors weighed, a sailor's blood begins racing. With our hearts unbound and our flag unfurled, we're underway and off to see the world. Underway and off to see the Muppet world. Treasure Island is a 1996 American musical adventure comedy film directed by Brian Henson. Not it's, Jim. It's the fifth theatrical film in the Muppets franchise and the only other Muppet film made with Disney until the release of The Muppets in 2011. So this was the la- this was the last song. This was the last one. Um, yeah. So they had other Muppet films, such as Muppets from Space, and then like the the like I guess like made for TV you would call them. Um, like. Uh, Muppets Wizard of Oz, which I was a fan of, but uh, those were all like on TV. So Muppets um, from Space, the next Muppet film in '99, that yes. was in theaters. But this is the only one that um, was through Disney until the two more recent Muppet films. Interesting. And of course, now they're working with Disney constantly. They're doing Disney Plus stuff. Anyways. Why does Disney own everything? <gasps> Fun fact I learned today. Mickey Mouse becomes public domain in 2024. So this movie was directed by Brian Henson. And you might remember when we talked about the Muppets uh, Christmas Carol. We talked about Brian because he is in fact the son of Jim Henson. Oh, the son. Yes. And he he directed the Muppet Christmas Carol and then this one. Um, and he, he's been like a puppeteer on previous things, you know, from Muppet films to even like Little Shop of Horrors or Labyrinth. Um, but yeah, as far as directing, he did Muppet Christmas Carol and Treasure Island. Um, Cute. You know, taking on... The thematic on, ones. Yeah, taking on... To take pa- passing along the torch. She was given the Daddy's torch. Daddy's little shoes. Yes, <laughs> Daddy's little shoes. Screenplay written by Jerry Jewell, 
Kirk R. Thatcher and James V. Hart. Par- Paul Arthi Rinadow, what in the hell name was that? This story is obviously based on the novel Treasure, Treasure Island by Robert Louis Stevenson from 1883. And just like Muppet Christmas Carol, this has the Muppets um, acting Main as characters. Yes. So, you know, you have Kermit as. Captain Smollett. Yeah. And you have what's the Hawkman as Dr. Mr. Arrow. Yes. Sam the Eagle as Samuel Arrow in this one and so Mm. on. Um, But similar to, um, well, I guess in Muppet Christmas Carol, Gonzo was playing Charles Dickens. But in this one, we have Gonzo and Rizzo just basically being themselves. I don't. I don't understand why people are like Kermit when the Muppets is really just Gonzo and Rizzo. Like, why are Gonzo and Rizzo the main characters in every Muppet thing? They're not. But Kermit is just like the supporting cast. They, they he are, is though. he is in in this. They're like the main characters in in Muppet Christmas Carol and Treasure Island. Kermit is very much like he'll show up, you know, a ways into the film. He's um, the guest appearance where people go. The, uh, the the studio <laughs> audience goes, ah! And we kind of have, yeah, Gonzo and Rizzo kind of moving the story along, being that, um, you know, that, like, omniscient narrator telling us, like, kind of breaking Ooh, the fourth you wall. you said third-person omniscient. Um, but, no, if you look back at, you know, the regular Muppet, the first Muppet movie that we did last summer, that's obviously, that was Kermit at the, the center of the story. <sighs> How are there so many songs about rainbows? Yeah. And um, if you look at, like, Great Muppet Caper, Gonzo is definitely in there. Um, Isn't he the one? No. Muppet Caper. Oh, no. Muppets from Space is the one where it's, like, all about Gonzo. Because we don't know if he's from space. Yes, that's what that one is. Um, and then Rizzo didn't come in until um, Muppets Take Manhattan, where he was. Uh, he rat. worked. He worked at the diner. Everyone knows this. This is common knowledge. Mm-hmm. Anyways, He's a rat. but we'll get to those movies eventually. Let's t- let's go back to this one. So, like we said, mm-hmm. based on a story that neither of us have read, but we have seen. Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet. I actually still haven't seen it, and like I, I figured I'll just wait till we do it for the podcast. I love Treasure Planet, but I always Everyone remembered that Goo Goo Dolls song from the commercials. What Goo Goo Dolls song? Ah, want a moment to be real. Wanna touch things I don't how feel. I feel. I love that song. No, I just wait. they used to play it I on Disney no, Channel. That's not Goo. Oh. It's the it's the it's one guy. It's like the lead singer from Goo Goo Dolls. I don't think it's the whole it's band. The, it's it's the not singer, all of the um, dolls. It's just Goo Goo. It's a, I wrote the name down. What's it, what's it called? What's his name? What the fuck is this? Why name? would you have written that man's name down? Because I looked it up. Because <laughs> there's a part in the movie. There's parts. There's parts in this movie that are like I was just like oh yeah I've seen this before. This is Treasure Planet. Mm-hmm. 
in my head i was like i've never seen this movie okay i have a story about this movie but we'll get to it what's his goddamn name yeah i never read treasure island but i remember at walden books remember that in the 2000s Um, is his name john resnick yeah i think resnick i think you're right okay i remember at walden books once i bought like treasure island it's those those editions of those classic books where it's like white and the spine has like red lettering if anyone yes. knows what I'm talking about. I had that in the time machine. I like thought I was I was like 6 and I thought I was going to read You these. thought you were hard shit cuz you were reading the time machine. But I just bought them. I never read them. I was like, maybe I'll read these and I didn't. Um Anyways. Have you ever seen the time machine? No. And I haven't read the book either. That movie's fucking weird. I believe it. Um so really all I know about Treasure Island, the story is from this film. Um, this movie stars Tim Curry, like we said. Um, you know, he's he's known for for playing villains. He's Pennywise, he's Frankenfurter, and he's Long John Silver. Um we got And the butler. We got Kevin Bishop playing Jim Hawkins. There's yep. copies something better. No no no, it's <laughs> I oh my god! He's a soprano. This says is he is he though? This says he also played the role of boy soprano in musical numbers. No, and I guess he's still he's still doing stuff. So there's something. He's forty years old now, and his birthday's in two days. Happy birthday, <gasps> Raven! Wow, happy birthday! Oh my god, his birthday's when this when this episode, episode goes up. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Ray! We did this for you. Um, Jennifer Saunders uh, plays Miss Bloveridge at the, the beginning. Um, yes. And we talked about her back in Halloween time because she was a voice in Coraline. Coraline? Ever heard of it? Yeah, she was Miss April Spink in Coraline. And of course... She was the fairy godmother <gasps> in Shrek 2. Okay, what's a more iconic role? Mrs. Sphinx or the godmother in Shrek 2? It's the Shrek 2. Fairy godmother. <laughs> um, we have Billy Connolly playing um, Billy Bones. Billy Bones. And we know him from Lemony Snicket's A Series yes! of Unfortunate Events. Mr. Uh, Uncle, Uncle Monty, Monty with his little auto harp. Along came his saddle and low upon tails. Something (laughs) like that. And like we said, we got Gonzo playing himself. We got most, a lot of the Muppet crew is playing themselves. We have Dr. Bunsen Honeydew, who is playing Dr. David Livesey. Uh Um, And then Beaker is his assistant, as always. We got Kermit, who's playing Captain Abraham Smollett. Mullet. Yes. Fozzie Bear is Squire Trelawney. Is maybe maybe I'm reaching. None of us have a treasure planet, but is there a red rum? You mean Treasure Island? Treasure Island. Is there some sort of red rum Timmy Tommy situation going on, or was his favorite just a character choice? Was it one of those things where gone, uh, where he, where he? Where I he think saw that was a, a choice by Fozzie. Fozzie saw The Shining and said, "This would be a great character." 
This just says he's described as a tall man over six feet high and plump in proportion. He has a bluff, rough and ruddy face, all roughened and reddened and lined from his travels. His eyebrows are very black and move ruddily. Blah, blah, blah. So, no. Bombastic and excitable. Yeah, no, it says nothing about his finger. So, so, <laughs> so he chose to do that. Yes. Uh, we have Miss Piggy playing the role of Benjamina Gunn, which is based on Benjamin Gunn in the original novel. Okay. Switched it up. We got Sam Eagle playing Mr. Samuel Arrow. And then, you know, a bunch of other people. We, we get the the group of rats, the tourist rats in here. That's fun. Oh, we love rats. We love rats. Let me go back up to um, the, the info here. Uh, we got music by Hans Zimmer. Of course. We know he knows how to do pirate music. He did pirates. Yes. Of the Caribbean. Caribbean. Uh, this movie was released February 16th, 1996. Budget was $31 million. Would you like to guess the box office for North America? I'm going to say $100 million. No. More? Less. It's. <gasps> it made very little money. Oh, okay. Let's just go with an even 50, mi- 50 mil. Even that is too generous. Oh so my the budget God. was 31 and the box office was 34.3. Oh. Oh, she... She was a flop. She flopped. Yeah, didn't make a ton of money. A ton for for Buena it Vista. It barely made any money. Owned by Disney, um, but it did get positive reviews from critics, so that's something. Was this the downward um, swing of the Muppets? Was this like the end of days for them? Well, yeah, like Muppets from Space, I really love, but I think it's gotten a lot of hate. I feel like now it's having a resurgence of, like, everyone being like, oh, yes, like, we love Gonzo and we love this movie. Also, now that, like, Gonzo is kind of being seen as, like, a queer icon now because of that movie, because there are a lot of, like, queer metaphors in there about his journey and self-discovery. But, yeah, I think initially Muppets from Space wasn't... I mean, I can check on the uh, box office. I'm assuming it did even less than Treasure Island. Um, But yeah, Muppets from Space was not beloved. Still not on Disney Plus. I don't know why. Maybe technically it's it's, maybe it's too gay. You know, Disney. it's, It's technically Columbia Pictures and Sony. Oh, distributed it. Um. But maybe they'll they'll get it soon. Well, I mean, uh, you know, there's room for everyone at Disney. The uh, box office for Muppets from Space was twenty two point three million, which is under budget. Its budget was twenty four. Okay, so. so this was the flop era. We're starting to see a uh, decline, and also Muppets from Space. Brian Henson didn't direct that one. It was directed by Tim Hill. Well, because he he's not dead. Brian Henson just didn't oh, do Brian. it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why. Did Jim Henson die from AIDS? Jim Henson had um, what's it called? Um, fuck. Lou Gehrig's disease. Not Lou Gehrig's uh, pneumonia. <gasps> he died and from he, pneumonia. 
he was raised as like in like Christian Science. Oh, that's right. I believe he didn't so. Like, believe in medicine. And I don't even know that that's him. I think it was just he was raised in it. So yeah, that's like had he he probably wouldn't have been able to to fight it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, like he wasn't yes, vaccinated. Yes, very sad. Um, yeah, he was raised as a Christian scientist, um, and I don't think they believe in that. But this also says, in 1975, he wrote a letter to the Christian Science Church to inform that he inform them that he was no longer a participating member. But it's probably because he had like illnesses Backed over up. the years. Yeah. Damn. Um, and what does that say to everyone listening? Go get your COVID vaccines. And he died in 1990 at Rip the age of 53. Yes, yes. Very sad. Very sad. Um, yeah, this says he, when he did go to the hospital and like got put on medicine and antibiotics and everything, but it says, although the medicine killed off most of the infection, it had already weakened many of his organs. Ugh. Remember when I had pneumonia? Oh my god. You said, now back to me. (laughs) Anyways, um, it got good reviews. Happy Gilmore had come out at the same time, so that was... Of course, everyone's going to go see Adam Sandler. As well as a John Travolta and Christian Slater movie that I've never heard of before. No. Would you go see a John Travolta movie nowadays? No. The only John Travolta movie that I like is Hairspray, and it's not even because of him. That in Greece, and yeah, it's not because of him. I forget he's in Greece. Once he leaves Scientology, then we can talk. Um, but at the time, this uh, the movie was uh, it held the record for having the biggest opening weekend gross for a Disney film in February. Oh, so that's something, I guess. Fabulous. And I know you're wondering what Roger Ebert thought of the film. Oh, and what this did bitch, this man say? He gave the film two and a half out of four stars. What a little B word. He was favorable to Tim Curry's performance, but he summarized the film as being less cleverly written and for moi, it's a near miss. For moi? He said for moi? I'm the douche for moi? Yeah, he was trying to be like Miss Piggy. <sighs> little bitch. You could never be Miss Piggy. Obviously, like we said, this is another like Muppet Christmas Carol based off of a classic story. Apparently, they also thought about doing like a King Arthur medieval story. Muppets and Muppets. the Holy Grail. Interesting. There was a a lawsuit. What? With <laughs> Muppets they Friday used, the Thirteenth. Because one of the pigs on the island was named Spam. And so the Hormel Foods Corporation oh who created God. Spam got mad. Bitch, what the fuck? I, nothing gets me more upset than like stupid shit like that. <laughs> Mostly like, why would you sue the Muppets? G- girl, it's not like they're eating Spam. Did they not want their like customers to remember that they're eating pork? Mom, who's not gonna... It says it's fucking... Mary, it's on the can. What does it stand for? Isn't it like special ham or something? I don't know. I don't eat spam. Spiced ham. So it's not special ham. Like it's not thought. special. It's just spiced. Anyways, trivia. Tim Curry had been a huge fan of the Muppets for years before doing this movie. 
He has stated in many interviews that he regards Captain Long John Silver as one of his favorite roles. Okay, fuck Frankenfurter, I guess. And he was given a Muppet made in the likeness of him <gasps> once they were done filming. They said, here's your own Muppet. I actually really want... I was wondering about this. What do you think happened to all those Muppets at the beginning of the movie? The animal Muppets? I want one of the hermit crab ones. By the way, with that spam lawsuit, this says that the judge who, like, dismissed their hearing said, one might think Hormel would welcome the association with with a genuine source of pork. So even that judge was like, "No, you would think this was a good thing." Like, <laughs> you would being think associated would with a Muppet producer and director Brian Henson was nervous that the whole cast and crew would get motion sick as the ship rolled on the gimbals. He gave everyone seasickness, seasickness pills for the first day of the shoot, and not only did the cast and crew not get seasick, but they almost fell asleep on the job. He drugged them all. He said, "Take a Benny and go to bed." Oh, this mentions how we see Rolf the dog in the movie, but he doesn't speak, and that's because Jim Henson was the voice of him, and it took a while for them to recast the voice after he had passed. Interesting, because um, I have a review about that. Because Jim also did the voice of Kermit, but Rolf was considered to be closer to Jim's personality, so they wanted to get, like... The perfect the one. The right person, yes. How are there yes. so many songs about rainbows? Like you, like you mentioned, Kermit doesn't appear in, in this movie for a while. Uh, not until the 27-minute mark. <gasps> and Miss Piggy does not appear until one hour and six minutes in. They said, fuck her ass. Keep her at the end. Where she arrives on an elephant. Cute. Uh, and finally, Billy Connolly, Sir Billy Connolly, who plays Billy Bones in the beginning, took great pride in being the first person to die in a Muppet movie. <gasps> this movie had death. Mm-hmm. This movie had people death. What's your history with this film? Okay, this is where we're going to get into some interesting little tidbits about me, because I'm what? A recreational drug user. Um... So the one and only other time that I've ever seen this movie, except for the time right now before we watched this, like maybe an hour ago, is I took a little trip to San Diego. Do you know the location? Um, and it was for a little thing called Nuevos Años. That's Spanish for Nuevos Years. Um, and so we took a little trip down there. I drove myself because I was busy doing things um but then i decided hey i have friends that live in san diego let's visit them and i said you guys free tonight and they said yeah come over and i said okay cool and we were just hanging out we watched um we watched the thing for the first time i had seen the thing for the first time i was like "Ooh, wow how wild right um and then they were like want to watch another movie i was like yeah sure i'm down he's like do you also want to try an edible and i said I've had one of those. They don't hit me that hard. And they said, here you go. And I was like, what is this? A fish oil tablet? And it was a little, it was a little THC, a little THC CBD tablet. And I said, hmm, interesting. And I popped that in my mouth. And then we put on Muppet Treasure Island, right? And I said, interesting. Why did you go from the thing to Muppet Treasure Island? That's the, that was the mood of the night. That was the mood of the night. And so... We're watching this movie, right? Usually like an edible. I don't know if people know this, but an edible will hit you around like 30 to like an hour-ish 
right into the movie. This movie's what an hour forty something minutes long, mm-hmm. like forty two. Um, yeah. so we're like an like, and this was even before we started the movie, right? So like, I pop that little thing in my mouth and I say, mm, it tastes like shit. Um, but then we're watching this movie, right? And I'm like, ah, ha, 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 this is so good. Wasn't feeling it. Wasn't feeling it at all. Watching the movie, being very confused as to what the hell was going on, right? And then just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The movie's about to end. We're like maybe 20 minutes away. It's been an hour and 20. And then the edible hits me like a meteor coming to kill all the like dinosaurs. Like once they get to the island. <laughs> yeah, straight up. It was just like, boom. And I was like, oh my God, everything's so funny. And so lo and behold, I couldn't remember how to, I couldn't tell you how this movie ended. Because... Mm-hmm. Not only at that point was it like maybe 12 something at night, but I had to leave. And let me tell you, mama, don't drive while on drugs. And that's my story of the Muppet Treasure Island. Love that. What's Um, your history? I I just rewatched this in February, I think on the 16th for the 25th anniversary. Mm -hmm. Um... Mm -hmm. But it was also the first Muppet movie I ever saw. My brother and I rented this from the video store, and Ooh. I thought this was a so funny. No, it was this like small local one in the in um, Scottsdale, where like kind of where we lived. Remember, I lived in South Scottsdale. Literally, if you drove for thirty seconds you would hit North Tempe. You would hit the Welcome to Tempe sign. Interesting. So no, not at all bougie. This The the video store eventually turned into a liquor store, if that what tells you anything about transformation. <laughs> how fancy it was. Um, but yeah, so this was like my introduction to the Muppets. Like, I'm sure um, I knew them a little just from like... Knowing uh, what they are. Yeah. Um, because you watch was... Sesame Street and their sisters... That their sisters, that as well as my dad has always been a big Muppet fan, and like my brother had like a stuffed animal like Kermit growing up and everything. Where is um, he? I think his old one is gone now. But as you know, I have a couple. I got a couple Kermits. I Rip got one sitting right over there. Um, well, he probably would have been old and gross by now. It's not like he would have been taken care of. Anyways, Ooh. um, but this one I remember like really i remember being scared of tim curry in this one he's even scary. though he's, he's not like as scary as he could have been but it's like when you're like five years old and you're watching this yeah he's scary i always remembered when he does this acting like his fingers got cut off mm-hmm. i was always like <gasps> but then he puts them up and he shows he has all his fingers he um, pulls a, i got your nose and you believed him i did believe it but yeah, this was my introduction to the Muppets, so it definitely holds a special place in my heart. Wouldn't say it's my favorite Muppet film by any means, but they don't make any bad movies, I'll tell you that. Ooh, so. what's your fave? Um, My favorite is probably Gonzo. Muppets Take Manhattan. <gasps> oh. I meant movie, not, not character. Oh. <laughs> not actor from the Muppets. Oh, crew. sorry, yeah, 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 not character. Actuar. Actors. Uh, anyway, let's get to the actors and the characters they play, because at the beginning of this movie, we have the credits where it says, featuring the Muppet performers, you know. Oh, performers. Kermit the Frog as, 
as Captain Smollett. Yeah, all of the names um, as the Treasure Island characters. Um, at the beginning here, we see uh, the treasure being buried on, yes, the Treasure Island. Oh, <gasps> wow, we get the thing. That's the title. <laughs> yes, it's, uh, you know, Flint and his crew. And mm-hmm. um, we have the song Shiver My Timbers. Where they keep Shiver calling people hoes. Um, yeah, so we just get this story about Flint's treasure yes. being told to us by Billy Bones, who, like we said, is going to die. Yes, in this and, film. and, and we see guns, and Mr. Flint says, no one will know my dirty little, I will tell you my dirty little secret. Bah, 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 bah. We meet Jim Hawkins. Jim Hawkins, who, who's a little mullet bitch. Yes, he's a little... A little British boy that sounds like this. And who also sings like this. He sings like this. Yeah, and he is working at this inn with Rizzo and Gonzo. They're all like serving in this They're the bar. boys. They're the tavern yeah. boys. And their boss is Mrs. Bloveridge. And like, Ugly. we think, yeah, we're, we're told, you think of like Matilda and, and like Pippi Longstocking. You, you, you see like, oh, it's- yeah, didn't they have like an ugly woman? Didn't they like put a bunch of makeup on that, on the villain in that movie? Just remember, like, I mean, it's still happens, but like kids' movies where they would like make, make someone up really ugly, and so it's like that's the villain, that's the baddie. Yeah, that's the bad one because they have a wart on their nose. That's, <laughs> these are the bad ones because one of them is really tall and ugly, and one of them is really fat and ugly. Yeah, exactly. Um... Let me look up Pippi Longstocking. She's fat and ugly. I go straight to um, James and the Giant Peach. Yeah, I was going to say that as well. Okay, yeah, I was thinking of this. Show me. Am I thinking of the cartoon? I think I've only seen the cartoon, but it's this bitch. She's not ugly. Look at those lips. She's fierce, mama. But you know what I mean? They take fat characters and then they're like, this is the villain. You can't trust fat people. Because she has back, neck back fat? Neck back. <laughs> she I has see, nickel I back fat. I, I thought I saw the live action one as well, but maybe I never did. Who knows? Oh, also, Anyways. can we talk about the little Muppet animals? I know I kind of briefly mentioned them, but can we talk about them at the beginning of the sequence? One, what the hell were those little fuzzy things that first start off the song? And two, when those mosquitoes came on the screen, I nearly, I nearly turned the damn movie off. I said no. Oh, yeah, the mosquitoes, the mosquitoes. So a lot ugly. of these animals, I mean, they're seen again. Like, one of the monkeys, uh, Sal, I know he's Sal? in... Sal? He's got a name? Yeah, I know Sal is in Muppets Wizard of Oz. He's... I can just picture him wearing his, like, leather jacket. Look, at, I'm going to the beginning. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to see which animals in particular you're talking about. They're, like, these little fuzzy-looking things that don't even look like animals. Because we have, like, the, the weasel rat things later, but we also have these, like, just balls of dust. What is balls, this dust? Balls of dust. Shiver my timbers. Um, I'll take a look at them. Right now I'm just seeing men pulling rope. Um... Anyways, so yes, she's Miss Bloveridge. She's the boys' boss. Oh, is yes. it these guys in the bushes? Yes, what are those? 
I don't know what they're supposed to be. They're just dust. They're little balls of dust. And there's an alligator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then there's, in the next one, when they pan over, there's, like, actual, like, ferrets or something. And then another alligator again. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know what those were supposed to be. Okay. They have, like, the texture of, like, fried shrimp. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Tempura shrimp. Anyways, um... (laughs) So the boys, Gonzo, Rizzo, and Jim, they don't they're not liking their life right now. They think there's gotta be something better than this. There's gotta be something better than this. Yes. So they're singing their little song, and then Billy Bones comes in, he's like, Me want more rum. But then who the fuck shows up? Blind it's Blind the, Pew. The blind bandits. Ple- Pepe the Pew. Ple- Pepe the Pube? <laughs> Pepe et la pew. Um, yes, yes, the blind pew, pew shows up and he gives Billy Bones the black spot. So Billy's like, fuck, I'm about to die. My ass you was know? like, is the black spot a reference to, you know, like sun cancer? Sun cancer? Skin cancer? Skin cancer. But then it turns out that it was just literally a fictional thing that the that the Treasure Island guy made up. Well, that's in a lot of pirate stuff. Like, that's in the Pirates of the Caribbean as well. Yeah, and it's because of him. Because of this author? Yeah. When I looked it up, I'm oh. like, what is the origin of the black spot? And it's like, yada, yada, yada. Like a blackhead? I, well, I thought it was like, you know, like, you know how skin cancer, you get like a giant, like, you know, weird looking mole? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, how clever. And it was like, no, this man just made it up. And I said, okay. Anyways, um, so so yeah, he's gonna die soon, and this is also where we have Rizzo saying he died. This is supposed to be a kids' movie. He said we're in a room with a dead man. Yes. Um. So right before Billy dies, he gives Jim the map, and he says, "Beware the one-legged man." Jimmy, Jim, Jimmy, Jim, 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 Jim. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, oh, the so one-legged the, man. This Beware is the of pirate cripples. crew. We have the pirate crew raiding in, raiding the inn. Raiding. And who kicks their ass? It's Miss Blubberidge. Miss Blubbers, who literally said, I'll, who literally Kool-Aid manned her own building. Yeah. It's nice because you think like, oh, she's the ugly villain. She's like a bitch. She hates these kids. But like, she helps Jim escape and tells them all to to leave as she's kicking their asses i think this happens in literally the treasure planet movie Mm -hmm. but it's the mom it's not jim jim hawkins's housekeep lady it's his mother isn't that movie like steampunk yeah it's about (laughs) pirates in space yes um anyways so as the inn is destroyed because Gonzo and Rizzo accidentally blow it up. Clowns. <laughs> Just the clownery. Um, they decide, well, I guess we're going to go search for the treasure because what else are we going to do? I love so, when he says, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, I love when, like, during the song, they're like, yeah, we're going to walk into the ocean. And it just reminded me of that time that we went to the beach and I literally saw a man walk into the ocean and he never came <laughs> back. And I, I still think about this. that man. I don't recall. I saw a man walk into the ocean. And he never came back, Sarah. Is that a Lord lyric? <laughs> um, so they go to uh, young Squire Trelawney, played by Fozzie Bear, who um, 
as we said, has a man living in his finger named Mr. Bimbo. Okay. Oh, Mr. Bimbo? More like Mr. Himbo. <laughs> He's got the shine. He's shining. He's shining. <laughs> we also get Beaker and Honeydew in this, um, as we, we mentioned them earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But basically, Fozzie, or Trelawney, Tre- Professor Trelawney. Tre- Tre- <laughs> Um, I just watched that movie and I cried again. Anyways, um, basically he's like, "I'm gonna pay for your voyage. Like, I'll do this." Sure. He said, "Me and me and my little himbo finger are gonna pay for it all." Yes. So the ship they get is the Hispaniola. Um, Great Mexican. And so we meet a bunch of the crew, um, including Long John Silver, who is the cook working Treasure Planet. <laughs> working you know in the what is it like in the, the basement cook, in the cooking what do you call pla- that the kitchen yeah but it's like underneath oh oh um scurvy <laughs> i literally was the bowels isn't that what they're called the bowels the bowels i don't know but he has he has one leg so jim is like fuck i was supposed to be aware of men with one leg he only's got one um, and we meet Captain Smollett, played by Kermit the Frog. Yes. And he's like, Jim, I knew your dad. We're happy to have you aboard. He said, Jim, I am your dad. Um, and we have Rizzo, who is now charging some tourist rats uh, to come aboard for a cruise, which is fun. Rizzo brought the Black Plague and smallpox to the Native Americans, confirmed. What year does that line up? It has to, Sarah. <laughs> Rizzo started the Rizzo gives pox blankets to kids. Um, the song they sing is "Sailing for Adventure on the Deep Blue Sea." Ew. Um, we have the captain doing roll call, and he's like, "Sweden, you're I'm here." I'm Amber. Yeah. Brad. Dead Tom, Headless Horseman, Clueless whatever. The lady who sounds like a man, transphobia? That's what I thought too. Um Yeah, but basically Kermit as the captain is like, <gasps> what the fuck kind of crew is this? He said these people are all criminals. These, these are, are criminals. <laughs> so um, I love in the previous song, I love when the rats... Because I, I just wrote this down. I love when they say, Margaritas at the Midnight Buffet. <laughs> and I said, ugh, oh, legends. Um, they have some of the best parts in the movie. Like at the Those end. Those rats? Like, and if we go to the... If we look to the right, this is the actual jungle set used in Muppet Treasure Island. Yes. <laughs> Great. Um, but Fozzie Trelawney is the one who um, got the crew together. And he got advice from Long John... So not now we know something's, something's not adding up. What's here. not clicking? What's not clicking? Um, we have Captain Smollett saying no alcohol. No drunks. No. He said, you need to get it off the fucking ship. Fozzie was out ready to get ocean. crunk as hell. You saw him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um uh, we have Long John and Jim sharing dead dad stories. This is Treasure Planet. This is when this is when the <laughs> fucking John Grzesnik song comes on. It's called "I'm Still Here," by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This shit happens um, in Treasure Planet because he goes, 
your dad is dead, my dad is dead, and we both I'm sorry. dads. Who voices that character? Is it Louis Armstrong? <laughs> Tiny bug, little bug. Oh, that's Randy Newman. Oh. I know Joseph Gordon-Levitt is Jim, but yeah. who, who's playing whoever the fuck? Hey, Google. Who plays... What's his name? Who plays what? <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? What's the character's name? Long John? Hey, Google. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. no. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, never mind. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it was just the 20th anniversary of Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Yeah, Ryan texted me the other day. He was like, it's the 20th anniversary of my favorite movie. And I said, Treasure Planet? And then I Googled it and I said, oh, Atlantis? <laughs> um... Anyways, yeah, this is where Jim is like, this is my compass. It's the only thing I have from me, dad. From my dad. Um, and Long John is basically, he's like, I know we're going to look for treasure. And Jim's like, what? I've never heard of treasure. What is that? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what that word means. Tell me about and it. And also, Jim has this treasure map. And the captain said, oh, can you give it to me to lock up? And Jim said, no. oh, no, I'll, t- I'll hang on to it. He It'll said, be oh, no, no, this is mine. Yeah, um, which is not a good idea because um, some of Long John's minions, his little pirate minions, capture mm-hmm. Gonzo and Rizzo, stretch out Gonzo. I think this also happens in Treasure Planet. They stretch out someone like this. Ew! <laughs> when he's waving his, his limbs arms. around. Yeah. But luckily, Mr. Arrow, um, played by Sam the Eagle, walked in and busted them, and yeah, they he got said, locked I'm up. I'm hot. Give me those Muppets. Yeah, and Jim is still like, no, I want to keep the map. And the captain said, bitch, I order you to give me the map. I order bitch. you. Um, so also, they wait, wait, wait. away. They're looking for the treasure. Jim has the map. No one's telling anyone where to go. So are they just in the ocean? Just floating? They're just floating in the ocean? No directions? I don't know. Maybe Jim told them like a general direction. Bitch, what the he fuck was like, we'll pull out that- the map closer. I don't know. I would not trust that little falsetto child. By the way, I'm glad we never hear him sing again. He gets two songs and that's it. Um, we have Cabin Fever, the song. <gasps> Everyone's getting Cabin Fever. I got Cabin Fever, and I got it too! This is very, from the mask, like, chick chick boom Chick-chick-a-boom, chick-chick-a-boom, chick-chick-a-boom. It's basically just that scene from the mask. I love the country breakdown section of this song. You grab your partner and you Cabin Fever, yeah. Um, after that, we have Jim letting it slip that the treasure map is in the captain's office. Idiot. And so Stupid. now Long John Silver is horny doing his plan. He convinces Mr. Arrow to like go out on that little boat. Takes treasure his planet. keys. Oh, we get it. It's the same story. We get it. Same source material. Um, so everyone thinks that, uh, Mr. Arrow fell overboard. With a boat? With the boat? And so they're like having a memorial service for him. So while that's happening, that's when... Um, you they know, create they the mutiny. The- yeah, Long John and his minions um, 
you know, get the map. We have Jim, Gonzo, and Rizzo in that, like, apple barrel when they overhear all the evil plans. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Um, and then this is where I fell asleep. <laughs> Good, because this is where I was like, I'm not paying attention. Not that hard anymore. But basically, eventually, once Captain Smollett has Smollett. Ha, is you know is aware that like something fishy is going on. Fishy, get that, it? Because they're in the ocean. Fish. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so once he's aware that like Long John has like some. Pirate crew on board. Yes. Yes. So he's like, okay, we're going to go to the island. We're going to drop off all those bitches. And, and we're going to sail away. Come we're sail, gonna sail away. away. Yeah. And then Rizzo points out, um, they have Jim, so we can't just leave Jim here. <laughs> they took the kid. They took the kid. This is fucked. Um, I love when so- the... Oh, the, so there's a band that's accompanying them, right? The little the band, the Muppet the band, Electric Mayhem. Yeah. Yes. The I love the little scene where Electric Mayhem is just like, "Are we with the with them or with them? Like, who are we mm-hmm. with?" And then the leader just goes, "Just play the gig, man." And I'm like, "They just really want financial stability. Give them the money. <laughs> just play the gig." Um. So once we get to the island, um. This is where Jim won't give up his compass. And then they sing a little song. The life of the pirate is so cool. We are pirates. Join us. If I was a pirate, I would be a ballerina. Something like that. If I was a rich girl. Exactly. So let's talk about Miss Piggy. Miss Puget. Miss Benjamina Gunn. Uh, okay, one. Well, before we get to Miss Benjamina Gunn, Piggy's son, um, I love when Kermit is like, we respect everyone of any nationality or something like that. <laughs> I'm like, Kermit said he has black friends. That's what he just said. Kermit says, I have many ethnic friends. It's okay. I get it. Um. Yeah, because that's when we have like all of the pigs. This is yeah. where Spam got mad. This is where Spam got a little a little heated. Yes, because of all of the pigs, the like I didn't even get native I, group of pigs. I didn't even I didn't even notice that any of them had names. Yeah, I, I didn't recall that as either. What did they watch the movie and then someone the credits. Turned, the credits they were like, this one's called Spam. We got him. We got him, boys. Oh my god. Uh, by the way, and then on the on the ship still, we have the people that are part of Long John's crew tying everyone up, tying all the good guys up. Yeah, they're just sitting, sitting pretty. Things are looking bleak for the good guys in this movie. Oh, um, yes. And Benjamina Gunn, Smollett's ex-girlfriend. Rolling up like she's Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. Just gorgeous, pink, luxurious. Yes. Um... Yes, so Captain Smollett, Jim, Gonzo, and Rizzo are all, like, taken prisoner. They get tied up. Eventually, Kermit is taken away. Um, Jim is able to 
uh, break free. Jim Jim is with the, the guys looking for the treasure, but he's spared by Long John, who's like, I do like you, kid. Like, I'm not going to kill you. I was confused here. Okay, so just to, just to backtrack, we have Kermit and the boys, the Muppet boys, mm-hmm. trapped by the pigs, getting interrogated by Miss Piggy, who says, I've been fucking everyone on this island. And then we have... We have Captain's, Captain Long John Silver's the restaurant manager and his gang of medieval pirates with Jimmy Jim Jimmy Jim Jim. Um, and then they find the treasure. Lo and behold, there is no treasure. The treasure was yes. inside of us all along. It was the journey. Um, but then is... I got confused here because is Captain Long John Silver... Is he... Was he gonna kill all the other pirates, or why did he he let Jim go because he cares about him? But why did he like double fist those guns at the other pirates when they were down in the hole? Like I'm just so confused. But then later on, he's like, "Just kidding, we're all good." I don't know. Remember, okay. I had just woken up from a nap. Delusion. And I don't know. Like I don't know what happens in like the original. Why don't you compare it to Treasure Planet? Does this happen in Treasure Planet? In Treasure Planet, there's a black hole. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, Jim is spared by Long John, and he's able to untie Gonzo and Rizzo, mm-hmm. and Long John's crew gives him the black spot. But he it seems like it- either way, they want to kill each other. Everyone His wants to group. die. But they, but uh, then they bring. Guess what? And then guess who's the mystery guest of the movie, Sarah? Guess who the mystery guest of the movie is? The fucking Bible, the whole ass Bible. That's the mystery guest because he goes, "You, you, you gave me the black spot by tearing a a page out of the holy scripture." And I said, "What in the hell is this?" Is that what happened? Yes, that's what happens. Wow. Selective memory. I must have blacked that out. Um, you know who shows up, though? Real hero here. Mr. Arrow. Who's yes. Rowan in that boat who says, hey. Hey. Been a while. Look what I got. He, he takes the boys back to the ship. They're yeah. able to fix things there. Because, you know, we have Fozzie and Beaker and Bunsen. They Honey release Dew, everyone. Yes, 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 yes. They release the Kraken. Uh, we have Captain Smollett apologizing to Benjamina, and she For basically her. says she hooked up with Flint. Who's Flint? Flint was the one who brought the treasure there. She fucked Flint. She fucked. She flucked. Which I think in the original story, it's just that Ben Gunn was like friends with Flint, part of that crew. But this one, it was basically like she hooked up with him. She broke the party up because she hooked up with everyone. I thought she was hooking up with with Long John Silver. Maybe she's hooking up with everyone. And who Wait, am I to judge? What did I write down? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because I wrote down, she'd been fucking Long John. And then I said, ew, feet. <laughs> um, anyways, we have... Um, he was a pirate and I was a lady. Could it be more mm. any more obvious? We have the two of them, Smollett and Benjamina, on ha- hanging off the edge of the cliff on that rope with the fire going. Yes, because Lon John shows up and he says, I like your necklace. Where'd you get it? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I love your bracelet. Where did you get it? So and, they did. Um, 
And Smollett was telling Benjamina not to tell where the stuff is, where the treasure is. He'll just kill you anyways. But she mm-hmm. says, it's in my room. It's in my place. It's in my purse. And then he still ties her up. So then they're kind of saying their final words as they're about to plummet to their death. But then... They get saved by the balcony guys. They get saved because Jim and them... Uh, well, I think Fozzie's the one that steers the ship they, there. They've been they, driving the boat. They're able to catch them. Yeah, Statler and Waldorf, who are at the, the front of the ship, um, somehow catch them. So that saves them. That's good. Um, uh, this is also where the song Love Let Us Here is. What? There's another song? Did I black out? Yeah, Love Let Us Here. Anyways, um, moving on. This is basically the end because this is when there's like a sword fight. There's ninja throwing starfish by Gonzo. Gonzo said some fake words. He said some we Spanish have, words. We have Sweetums, who we find out he's on the good side. Sweetums like, says, I really like you. Yeah, he's like, I'm one of you guys. I'm fine. And so eventually Long John is outnumbered by all of these good guys. Kermit shows up with a Miss Piggy tattoo on his chest. I know. Should I get that tattoo? I was going to say you should get that tattooed on your chest. Just right here? Yes. Get so you. Get this podcast to one million listens and I'll do it. Get this episode of the podcast. <laughs> the Just this episode. Oh my God. Um... But anyway, so they take Long John aboard, you know, we think, oh, it's, he's done for. But then he's like, oh, middle of the night, I'm going to sail away in this little boat with the the treasure. This does happen. Bye, Jim. This does happen in Treasure Treasure Planet, this which does. means it happens in the novella. And he says, bye, Jim. And Jim's watching him. And then Mr. Arrow's like, that bitch is going to sink anyway. I put he's holes gonna in He's going to die in two seconds. <laughs> He's like, I know that thing will sink. And he's right, because eventually we see that the rats, the tourist rats at the end, are the ones that find the treasure when they're snorkeling underground. Tourist underwater. rats! Yes. And that's that's really the end of the story. So, why, why little... don't you go ahead and read some IMDb reviews? Okay. His little what? Oh, I was going to say, I was going to bring up uh, Jim's gay-ass little whistle, where he's like, I'm going to tell everybody, and he's like, IMDb. 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 I picked a handful of reviews. Um, here we go. I'm gonna pick. Here's my first review. Oh dear. Written in 1999. Um, well, this is a disappointment to say the least. Two. Oh, this is a bad one, by the way. This is bad. This is a bad review. How well, this they? is a this is oh, oh well, well this is a disappointment to say the least. Too many of the old team are missing. Rolf being especially conspicuous by his almost total absence. The script is very ropey too, and relies far too heavily on its human characters. Would you agree? Do you think it relies too many on the human people? Um. I feel like it's evenly split. Like you have Tim Curry, who's like a powerhouse actor. Like that's the big name in here. And you He's have the little... only human one, and Jim. And Jim, 
Um, and Billy Conley. But who, Billy Conley is just at the beginning. Who died. Um, I feel like it's even, like, I get what they mean, like, if you were to look at, like, Muppets from Space, like, that's mostly about the Muppets, where in, like, the actors, like, the little celebrities just have, like, cameos. Mm-hmm. But it's mostly the Muppets driving the plot. Um, but I also get, like, who else would you have be, like, Long John? Like, were, were you going to have... The Muppets aren't going to cast someone to be their evil Muppet. Were you going to have Sweetums play the... Well, actually, in um, in, in Muppets Wizard of Oz, yeah, Piggy plays both the Wicked Witch and the Good Witch. Glenda and Alphaba? Yeah, she plays both. Ooh. And yes, I do think... I know what you were going to say. And yes, I do think that when we get the Wicked movie, it should just be Miss Piggy in both roles. There's going to be a Wicked movie? I would assume so. I don't want it. Hmm. Hmm. Yo, ho, ho, and a bottle of fun. Written in 2004. Although this film has taken quite a beating since its release, I fail to understand why. The songs are catchy, the script is hilarious, and the performances are stellar. Let's start with the music. Whether it's a wonderful, fun cabin fever, the touching love letters here, or another one of the uh, wide wide array of tunes, nobody can say that they are inferior to any other Muppet melodies. This script is full of one-liners and clever dialogue that never grows old. Uh, Delivered by a cast... And vocal talents who are incredibly... Wait, what? Who are incredibly <laughs> talented. Tim Curry, sinister and wonderful as ever, plays Long John Silver to perfection. Billy Connolly is also worth mentioning. Billy Connolly is also in this. <laughs> and young Jim Hawkins is just as he should be. Albeit surrounded by a crew of Muppet Annoying pirates. as fuck. <laughs> this is my favorite Muppet film, and I think everybody should give it a try and embrace a different sort of humor-filled extravaganza. Mm-hmm. I swear I picked a different one. What the hell was this? <laughs> Maybe you, you screenshot the wrong one. I think I swear to God, I think I did, but I committed to it. There's also a third one that says this one beats out a Christmas Carol, so we can fight about that later. Okay. Well, I have some tweets, just a couple sets of tweets. These are from Emily. Emily. At Emily Jean Palmer. MD? You know who. Let me do- Let me read this first tweet. Because it's ridiculous. This says... I hate the Muppets. It says, I hate the Muppets, but I'll watch Muppet Treasure Island just for you today. Ooh. The slander. Um, Okay, here's what Emily said. Okay, if Tim Curry is involved, I guess I'm interested. No alcohol. Kermit is such a goody-goody. He's a square in this movie. Uh... Kermit is cutting off Tim Curry's clothes. Um, 
I appreciate the fantastic drag performances as well. And then Emily's finally tw- final tweet was, So I had this on in the background during work and honestly don't really know what happened, but the songs were catchy. Okay, work. Work, diva. Thanks, Emily, even though you hate the Muppets. <gasps> Ooh, but thank it. you to Emily's friend at Mildish underscore Hambino who took care of that for me, who said friendship over with Emily because of the Muppet slander. Ooh. Um, these tweets are from Jake Blue. Jake Blue! Jake! I know that's not your real last name, Jake, but <laughs> at Jake Blue 98 um, who is back to live tweet a movie? Been a while. Ooh, um, hello. Starting Muppet Treasure Island. I've seen parts of it, but never the full movie. He said, "I love all these freaky ass Muppets in the opening number." <laughs> the little, the little dust ones. Um, let's see. I'm so sorry, little Jim Hawkins boy, but I am not here for you. I love that this is another world where mu- pe- people and Muppets just coexist. Um, I love that this says Gonzo's is a, a non-binary icon, Rizzo. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was the sentence? Rizzo what? Um, let's see. Let's see. Are these just the same sets from Muppets Christmas Carol? I thought that too when they go to the Trelawney. The village sets? I thought that was just the same from Muppet Christmas Carol. But you gotta do out. what you gotta do. You gotta do what you gotta do. Um, honestly, this boat full of Muppets is just dressed like what gay people dress like. I mean... Remind goddess. me to make big, fat, ugly face baby eating O'Brien my username on something in the future. <laughs> Damn, Gonzo a freak. Um... Let's see. Oh, is that when he's getting pulled? Yeah. <laughs> this fight scene is better than the entire MCU. Um, this dumbass kid really let Tim Curry leave with all that treasure. And finally, Jake says, All right, I think I'll give this a 7 out of 10. It's not nostalgic for me like other Muppet movies, but I still enjoyed it. Thank okay. you, Jake. Juan, what are our final thoughts? My final thoughts are... This movie will forever live in my memory from the time I took an edible and felt like I was dying. That's nostalgia. That's nostalgia. Um, But it's all right. It's all right. It's a good, like, everyone's hanging out. Let's put on a movie that no one's going to hate, but no one's going to, like, care if they miss part of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's, like, the And vibe. if you've seen Treasure Planet, then you don't have to worry about missing anything Oh, my in God. One. Yeah, put either one of them on. Actually, you know what would be funny? Put them both on. At the same time. At the same time and just flip back and forth between them. Or do like a cut, like like cut them together. So it goes back and forth from like 2D <laughs> animation to live action with Muppets. But if you put it on in the background and everyone took an edible, no one's going to notice. Yeah, they would just think it's one movie. It's one big movie. That's a social... Mm-hmm. Tyra Banks, that's a social experiment. Let's make it happen. Anyway, what did you say? How many stars? Nor. I'm going to give it, you know, uh, I want to give it like middle of the road three. Okay. 
Or like two two point seventy five. Let's just say two point eight. I think I've always given for the other two Muppet films we did, I feel like I gave those five stars. Because what am I supposed to do? Give a Muppet movie less than five stars? You can, but you can. I don't, yeah, I'll be, I'm not going to give it five stars just because it is the Muppets, because I don't think this is a five star. While I think Christmas Carol and the first Muppet movie are deserving of those ratings that I gave them, I stand by them. I'm going to give this one, I'll give this one a four. Okay, four, 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 four. I'll give this a four. Um, And it would have been a three and a half, but the half a star is for Gonzo- so it gets long, a four just for long that. gonzo long, long gonzo, gonzo have you ever eaten at long john silvers yes you have yeah oh my god i've never met one of you what's it like <laughs> i've never met you <laughs> it's, what's not it like? it's not bad it's not bad i've only ever seen one long john silvers in my whole life is it the one uh on main street next to the wells fargo bank yeah, the one on Power and Maine. <laughs> <laughs> By the Albertsons? Yeah. That's the only one I've ever seen. Is there another one in the country? <laughs> That's the only one that exists. <laughs> and like, again, I never read Treasure Island as a kid. So when I... Read? Whenever we, we drove... Oh, whenever we Treasure Planet. Whenever we drove by that, I would just think, oh, they named this place off of that Muppet movie. <laughs> they named it because of that. Had no idea it was a, a, a real, yeah, a real story. Um, wow. Well, shout out to anyone who eats Long John Silver's. Let us know what that's like. I like their popcorn shrimp. Okay. You just don't see any commercials for them anymore? I don't know how no. they're in business. I think, it, I think it's like Arby's. It's like the lucrative business of the people that they cater to. Yeah, but Arby's is good. <laughs> Arby's. We got the beef. Yeah, you you still see Arby's commercials because they have the meats. But oh, we got the meats. We have the meats, but I haven't seen a Long John Silver's commercial in years. It's all Popeyes. Love that chicken. Hey, remember Long Church's Chicken? They used to be big. Remember them? It was it was after that lady came in with her Cajun chicken, whatever the hell spices. Everyone, it was over for everyone. The early 2000s, they really said Church's Chicken. There used to be a Church's Chicken. Uh, well, actually, I won't say where this is because. It gives away your location. It's going to give away my location. But there used to be a Church's Chicken near me, but now it's something else. So RIP Church's Chicken. There was a Church's um, Chicken next to the Bookman's and the that Piggy Barbecue place right next to where Ska- Skateland was. Or Skateland is. On Country Club? Yeah. It used to be a Church's Chicken there. And I was like, Church's Yummy. Chicken sounds so good. And then I You was could like, skate over to get a bucket of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. Um, anyways, okay. Well, those are our thoughts on Long John Silver's and Muppet Treasure Island. Uh, yeah. And now we're going to give a shout out to the one, the only. Her name is Iris. Yeah. <laughs> you do that I, all the time. I think I have. Yeah, 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 you're right. I need, I need to find a new bit. Sarah, mm-hmm. there's something in my eye. It's my iris. 
You can follow her. That was a better bit. You can follow our friend Iris, who is our podcast artist. She does all our podcast artwork, except for the two most recent Halloween ones. Those were our friend Mara Dixon. Um, but you can follow Iris at uh, at Creamsicle Panda. And you know what else you can fucking do for Iris? You know what else you can do? You know what you can do for her, which means you can do for us, is you can go listen to her episode of All Your Friends Are Queer, which is the other Pride Month park not other Pride Month podcast, but the Pride Month podcast that Sarah and I do. Um, yes, All Your Friends Are Queer. We did an episode with Iris. You can hear what her lovely voice sounds like. Or you can go check out the Digimon episode. Yes, is it a mess? It's a little distraught. Do an edible and listen to it. Put on the movie, do an edible, and put on the podcast all at the same time. It'll be crazy. But yes, support Iris, support us. Uh, but yes, support Iris via her Twitter and Instagram at Creamsicle Panda. And if you would love to f- financially support her, you can do that um, at her Patreon at patreon.com slash Creamsicle Panda. But like I said, listen to that other podcast, Palace, and share it. Yes, good for you for shouting out our other podcast. It, it was a later. perfect moment. Sorry, I just saw this tweet that says her year is coming and it's Mimi from Super Monkey Ball. <laughs> no. Um, I'll DM it to you. Anyways, yes, Juan gave you all the details about where to follow Iris, and I'm gonna give you the details on how to like and follow and support us, and uh, you can do that by uh, logging on to twitter.com or instagram.com Dot slash <laughs> At Planet Weird Pod on Twitter and Instagram is where you can find us. Um, leave a rating and review in the Apple Podcast Store. That would be super duper cool of you. And if um, any of you report my tweets ever again, I will personally make it my mission to find out which one of you snitched. Follow Juan on Twitter while you still can because he keeps getting suspended <laughs> for calling his fellow gay friends the F slur. So follow him while you still can. Um, anyways, make sure you're subscribed wherever you are listening to this podcast, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, what have you. Uh, make sure you subscribe to YouTube as well. Why not? Go ahead. Link in the description. Uh, and also you can support us on Anchor if you would like to do that. Um, that's just another little podcast app where you can listen to us but you can also donate some money to us every month whether that's a dollar five dollars a month ten dollars a month whatever robert de niro our asses show what show me the money oh oh that too but i would just because oh robert de niro okay well because i was gonna say that wasn't robert de niro that was koopa gooden jr oh koopa Anyways, um, thank you to those people that already support us on Anchor. That's Emily Palmer, Alexa Pratt, Natalie Hernandez, Jose Contreras Jr., Aisa Yusuf, Whitney Harris, Savannah Ulmer, and Ivy Galley. Juan wanted that one, Ivy. I think it's what they're called, a galley. Isn't that where they, is that where they hang people? Is that where they hang pirates? The galleys? The galley? No, that's like the, I think that's the kitchen. Oh. I just know that because of on SpongeBob, like on the menu, it says like galley at the Krusty Krab. Interesting. Yeah. Ivy, you figure it out what the hell that means. That's your <laughs> last name. Um, also, merch, link in the description. You get it. 
Juan mentioned our queer podcast. Go check that out, please. Only a couple more new episodes come in this month. Literally and two then more. We go back to pretending to be cishet. Yes, it's uh, like every other Pride Corporation. We are only existing for this month and this month alone. Um, we have uh, next week our episode. We mentioned that it's going to be an animated movie. It's going to be Surf's Up, everyone's favorite movie about the surfing penguins. This is my lady, A.B. And it's uh, not available to stream anywhere, so that means, yes, you are going to have to spend a couple dollars to rent it if you would like to, to watch it and send or, us your thoughts. Or open the deep recesses of your mind, dive into your subconsciousness, and find out whatever little tidbit of information you got on that. Even if it's a fucking meme. What, what you got on that? What you got on, on Surf's Up, the Penguin movie? Maybe some people are like you and they have it on DVD. Who knows? Who else is a stan? Who else stands? Um, so yeah, surf's up next week. Rent it and send us your thoughts if you would like. And which um, one's a better movie? Surf's up or Happy Feet? Or we will be discussing. Mr. Popper's Penguins. <gasps> Mr. Popper's. I can't believe they named it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're going to end on this note. Um, we asked some people to go leave some reviews. Um, you know for the podcast in the apple podcast store tweeted it because we rarely tweet asking if you could spare a five star rating spare some spare us some please um, have some more um but someone left us a review and i think it's savannah because it mentions bye bye birdie and i think who 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 with a faggoty ass voice decided to let (laughs) i think savannah was the one who asked us to do bye bye birdie correct and we did that. Bye, bye, bye. Just for her. Everyone we saw bye, bye, birdie. Yeah. The username is. Oh, I thought it was Annie Mouse, but it's an, a nai an a mouse. You can't. I don't know, but Savannah, I'm pretty sure this is you. But anyways, it's five stars, and it says spoilers. This show is great. I don't even remember how I stumbled on this podcast, but I'm glad I did. The hosts are both ridiculous in the best way possible. In the best possible way, and they talk about all things Disney and other stuff, because why not? They even do commentaries on movies, which is always a fun time to watch along with the podcast, even if the movies end up not how I remember. I'm still sorry about Bye Bye Birdie, okay? Um, it's clicking now. It's clicking. I am not sorry about Bye Bye Birdie, I think. That was I just an didn't like acid the, trip the, of a film. I just didn't like the 17 long minute of... Bye, bye, me. <laughs> Shut up. That whole movie was worth it just to see that turtle. What turtle? <laughs> the turtle fucking loses. <laughs> the vroom vroom turtle. It was worth it just for that. Um, anyways, thank you. And um, everyone else who goes and leaves us a five-star rating, um, thank you in advance. Yeah, thank you if you um, like this podcast. I, I truly don't understand how. Yeah, 200 and how many? 26 episodes in, and we're still not great at it, but thank you for sticking with us. Um, Will we ever be good? Maybe if I'm not in it. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Um, uh, 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 What? I don't know. I don't have any other things to say. Um, If you're listening on Friday, tomorrow's Juneteenth. So if you're not black, remember to open up your wallets and your purses. 
Open up your purse. Try to pay people, black people directly, pay reparations. Maybe they're going to have some Amazon wish list. You go on, you buy Support something for them. Support a business. Go do something not Caucasian. For once in your life. For once in your life, just don't be white. I'm um, not saying go be another race. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm appropriating this culture because once I have to. <laughs> And on that note, thank you, everyone. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye from you in the open ocean.